Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends at Banzoogle. Built for musicians, by musicians. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of artists around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online in minutes. Choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design in just a few clicks. Built for musicians, by musicians. Banzoogle has all the features you need for your website and EPK already built in, including tools to sell music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. Go to Banzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use the promo code DRUMMERGIRL. That's all one word to get 15% off for the first year of any subscription. Let's do it now. Turn up the volume nice and loud because we are controlling You're in the mix with Lil Drummer Girl. Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. I'm your host Dawn Marie Mutel and today I'm going to share a couple of things that I use in my office at home that keeps me organized and peaceful at the same time. So I want to share some of them with you today. And I don't know if you guys are like super organized and everything is in its place and you go into your office and you can find any, anything you need at a moment's notice. Or if you're on the other side of the spectrum where everything is just in disarray and you can't make heads or tails out of anything and you just got piles of papers everywhere, you have no idea where anything is, well then this should help you out a little bit. Okay, so some of the things that I've learned over the years and I've worked with many, many companies ranged from the NHL to Clinique uh, executive offices at Estee Lauder or whether I was working for MCA Music Publishing or whether I was working for a law firm. I always work in an office and I always had to stay very organized because they would just throw stuff at me and be like, here you go, deal with it. And sometimes it was really overwhelming because the amount of work could be a lot for one person. And I had to become quite organized in order to do my job properly. I'm going to just share some of the basic stuff that I use in my office. Now you may already use them and say, what's the big whoop? But there may be some of you out there who have never really purchased any kind of office supplies because it's just not something that you have to do. But now maybe you find yourself having to do more of it. But even just your day-to-day bills and filing systems. So like if you don't have a system in place, that's where I want you to start because having a place for everything to go, as my sister, God rest her soul would say, you know, there's a place for everything. And that's why even if you have a lot of stuff, having it organized can really make the difference between sanity and feeling very peaceful. So here we go. Creating a Pendaflex folder file. If you don't know what Pendaflex is, it's just the name brand and it's the type of folder where you can hang in a file cabinet or in individual file sorters that they have where you put like five or six working files in them. And that's really helpful. I like having files that I'm working on that, you know, something that's hot and it needs to be touched. Every day you got to get to it, keep one on your desk and 
it's going to save you a lot of time trying to find everything. And I believe in binders. I've been using the binder system since about 2003. I've always used binders, but not like the way I do now. And so what I do is like, if I'm learning about self-publishing, when I was writing my book, I wanted to learn how to self-publish, right? So you get all this information, you take all these classes, you get all these notes. And what do you do with them? So I put them in a binder. I try to get the largest that I can find if it's something that's going to be a lot of paperwork. And it may take an extra minute or two to put them in that binder. But let me tell you, when you do it and you're looking for it, you'll find it in a second. Another thing in those binders is using those dividers. Now, I like using colors just so I can see them a little bit easier. It's easier to find things for me. Um, they also have some that you can write on. So you may want to get those because if you can erase it and write it and change them as you need it, that's always a good thing too. I love finding some of these office supplies at the Dollar Tree stores, not the Dollar General because that's not a true Dollar Tree store, but anything that says Dollar Tree, then you know you can find paper clips, binder clips. That's another thing that I find that are really important, believe it or not, simple little things like paper clips and binder clips. And if you don't use binder clips, I highly suggest getting some in different sizes. They come in these like little micro size all the way up to a jumbo size. And I use all of them because they really can keep the things that are say that need to be together and you want to keep it within the project. Let's say there's other things. So like you could have different assortments of items that are in there that pertain to different matters within that topic. So I like using binder clips to sort it that way. And if you want to colorize your system, I like to use different color pens and markers to keep me on track because I do have a few different things going on at the same time. So I find that color coordinating really helps keep it organized. So you may start to think about having a couple of different color marker pens. Let's say you're an engineer and you're doing engineering work, but then you're also a musician and you, you've got gigs that you're doing or maybe you're writing songs. And so that's another aspect of your business, right? So you're going to divide those because not everything is happening at the same time. Speaking of time, a great way to, to really stay on time is to have a planner. And if you're not using a planner, then you're really missing out because it will help you in so many ways. For starters, it gives you one place where you can house everything that's going to be of importance. So if you know that you have something coming up six months from now, you have a place to put it down to remind you. Now, speaking of reminders, I like to use, you know, my cell phone and put in reminders. And I use that all the time. And I found it really helpful, even just simple things like I want to be grateful today. I'll put that in my phone and have it remind me a few times a day to just be grateful. It helps me have a better day because, you know, you can't be sad when you're being glad, right? They just don't work together. So it's a great way to stay uplifted, to keep the energy high, because, you know, with everything going on, it's very easy for us to kind of sink into this dark space. And that's the last place you want to be, right? Because if you have dreams and goals and desires to have a great life, well, that means a lot of work ahead, right? It's not like it's just going to fall out of the sky and land on your lap. No, it doesn't work that way, right? So everything takes time and energy. So how do you preserve your time and energy? For starters, it's being organized, and that's going to help you stay focused and organized and productive. And I hate to say the word busy because you know what? Being busy doesn't mean anything. It just means that it could be just sucking time up for us, and we're not achieving the things that are important in our lives. So I like to say, you know, I'm being productive. And when you stop saying busy and you use productive, it really makes a difference. When you realize like something is sucking your time, 
you may think about that now and say, oh, I just spent three hours surfing the net and I really should have been working on XYZ. Use those three hours to do the XYZ that's really going to make a difference in getting your life moving forward with your business or your desires or whatever it might be. Because if you don't and you keep wasting those hours, you can't get them back. And that's the worst part. And there's nothing worse than living with regret, right? Because that just sucks. So let's see. All right, we got your binders. We got your binder clips. We got your Pendaflex folders. Another great thing I like to use is a very simple a wire rack. And it's also another file system. But between the one where you can put the hanging folders, you can also just put like manila folders in these upright wire racks, right? And they can also be around your desk area. So that again, if they're pressing items, you can kind of just pull them up and work on them. All right, so I talked about markers and pens. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I don't like when I grab a pen where it's something I have to write down urgently, and then the thing doesn't work. Have you ever been there? And has it ever happened to you? I'm sure it has, right? And, and it's horrible, because now you just missed the first three numbers of, uh, of a telephone number on TV or something that you were trying to get and whatever it might be. And then you got to go find and scramble and find one. So go through all of your pens and markers and check them out, test them out. If they don't work, toss them out. Okay, I use different cup holders for the different ones. So if I have my stack of pencils, I put them in one cup that I found. It's, it's a wire cup that you can get at Staples or Dollar Trees, any place really. But the others I found were these cute little, they're actually candle holders. You would put like a glass candle inside of them, but I've used them uh, for different marker pens and then my different color pens so that I can keep them all separate. And when I need them, I can just grab it and there it goes. But when we're talking about time management and the calendar, I want to go back to that for a second, because if you're not using some sort of a calendar, whether it's on your computer or if it's a paper calendar that you keep on the wall, I kind of like to have two. I like to have one up on the wall. Of course, I have the one in my computer, which is also attached to the phone, right? So you can always stay on time with everything. But again, when you do book something in there, if you use an iPhone, it gives you that time where you can add travel time in there and put a reminder before your travel time so that you know, like, you got to get on the road by this time or you're going to be late for that meeting. Now, I know a lot of people may not be meeting out live in, you know, actual meetings, but you may have meetings that are online and you get stuck doing something else and you may forget. So having those little reminders come up if you don't have your own assistant to remind you, then that's a great way to just stay on target, stay on time and get through your day without stressing out because and you start scrambling it's oh my god I'm gonna be late da, 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 da. it's never good you get into the meeting you're sweating it's hot it's like oh my gosh right whereas if you gave yourself an extra 15 minutes to get there you can get there have a cup of coffee relax and start your meeting right so that you're not stressed out because who likes stress right we don't want stress we want peace and calm right Another thing I love to do is to just kind of write everything out so I can see the big picture. And sometimes that means using those large, um, you got those self-stick white sheets that you put up on the wall. Or if you have a large whiteboard, I have both that I like to use. But it kind of gives me a place to just, as Brendan Bouchard calls it, the war room, you know, where you kind of just get in there. And if you have ideas or if you want to have your designs or whatever it is you're working on, it's a great way to lay it all out and then see each of the steps that may fall in between there so that you can notate that. And so you don't miss something. 
Because the worst thing is working on a project, right? And you do all this work and then you realize you missed something that was small, but it was large enough that you couldn't move forward, right? You, so it really was something that was key, even though it might have seemed really small in the greater scheme of things, but in all actuality, it was not. So having them all down and dot your I's and cross your T's, it's a great check system to make sure that you're on track for whatever that project is and that you have a way to even maybe find ways to delegate those things. So if you have somebody that you can delegate to or if you go to Fiverr and you can hire out people to do stuff for you for very low amounts of money, then do that. Follow up. I can't stress it enough. I don't know about you, but I've had to call people sometimes 10 times to get the right thing done. I remember when my dad passed away back in like 94 and he had left some money for everybody and I had to kind of track it down. And even though he gave me all the paperwork beforehand, we had everything to the letter. I still had to make call after call after call after call after call to find the proper person. They just kept giving me the runaround and I just kept thinking, how could this be so disorganized? Like this is a massive thing. This is a life event that happens every day. People die every day. Why isn't there a, a way to just get a simple, okay, you got to go to this department. But it wasn't like that. And when you're grieving, it's grueling to have to go through those things. So even with your paperwork, so if you have important papers, and your family doesn't know, like, you know, maybe your husband and wife, right? And have you handle all the papers and the bills and everything, the day to day stuff. But let's say you have no idea what's going on. Now, I know somebody who was like that they were married to someone for 30 years. She never took care of the finances. He took care of everything. He leaves, you know, they got separated and she was stuck and she didn't know even how to have her own checking account. And I had to, you know, spend time with her on the phone and coach her how to open the account, get the account, learn how to use it because she would write a check and then, you know, not balance the book and you have to do that. So it's really important if you are somebody who's married and your significant other handles that, I highly suggest getting involved to see exactly what's going on. Maybe sit with them once a month when they're doing the bills and kind of get a grip on what they're doing. Because, you know, you may have your wife do everything or you may have your husband do everything. But it's really important to know where you stand with stuff. I knew another couple who he was in a really big debt and she had no idea. And she could have lost her home because of that. So staying organized is really important in so many areas of our life and not just in the office right because it's also about the day-to-day -day. if you know that you got to get up early and you got to be somewhere at a certain time then try to maybe plan things the night before i like to just take a sunday morning and then just kind of cook up some of the meals to get me started to get a good jump start so that i know i have some good nutritious food in the refrigerator and the freezer that can get me through the week because I have enough on my plate. I don't want to sit there for hours cooking. You know, when you come home from work, who wants to start cooking? But yet you want to eat <laughs> nutrition, oh, nutritious food. Otherwise, what's the point, right? We can just keep eating this fast food crap and then it's just killing us and slowly killing us. So let's not do that anymore. Let's try to find a way to just stay on top of it, just enough to kind of say, all right, you know what? I've got three salads in the uh, refrigerator ready to go. That's a great thing. So even if you can get from Monday through Wednesday, that's pretty good because then it may kickstart you to keep going for the rest of the week. And even if that means you may have to go buy a salad outside somewhere or find something that's a little bit more healthy, 
then just do it. And I know it's so expensive because I just spent like, I don't know, you know, it was like 68 in Trader Joe's. And then I went to Aldi's and spent another 14 there. And then I went to another store and I spent another 20 uh, sprouts, I think it was. And then I spent another, you know, uh, I think it was 15 there. So I'm like, and damn, it's all for vegetables and fruits and stuff like that. And it's really expensive. But I find that, you know, the cost of going to doctors is going to be more expensive than trying to buy that food now and try to stay healthy. I know it's a battle. It really is. And I don't think that they should charge as much as they are charging now for food. Bring cherries or whatever. They're like six ninety nine a pound. It's go back to two ninety nine a pound. Like, what the hey? So you may be struggling. You may have lost your job. You may not be touring. You may not have the income that was coming in prior to February of this year. And it's a drag. So it's time. Besides being organized, you know, I want to see us thrive and really enjoy our lives so that we can stop struggling so that we can really grow. And, you know, maybe you may want to get more spiritual. Maybe you've realized a few things with COVID going on that maybe you have to kind of, you know, change up in your life. And that's another reason why I wrote my book, The 151 Musically Inspired Secrets to Master This Thing Called Life, because I know from real life experiences over the decades of the struggles that I've had to deal with as a single person with injuries in my body, with pain, with loss of incomes, with with all this crap that's happened with, you know, being hit three times by three different cars and falling in a sinkhole. And I've had to keep myself afloat and keep fighting and keep going and keep pushing myself for another day, for another week, for another year, for another decade. It's really, really tough. And how do you do that? How do you stay strong when things get tough? How do you stay on path when you know that something else is removing you from the path and you're getting further and further away from it? So how do you stay ahead of the game? One of the things that I've done for over those 30 years was to really study and learn about the laws of attraction, about changing my mindset, about how to love more freely, even though I've been hurt several times and it was grueling, to still be able to love, right? Because that's really important. Now, I may be digressing here, but it kind of all ties in with one another. And I, I just want you to have this sense of awareness. So like if something you find is changing your mood and you're getting into a foul mood, Think about how you're feeling, right? And then think about what's triggering it. So that maybe when you see it coming again, and you see that it starts to annoy you, you may be able to grab that and say, "Mm -mm, not this time, been there, done that. I'm going to change my mindset about that. I'm just going to stop thinking this, this, this about it. And I'm going to remain at peace and I'll be happier. And you know what? You can do it that easily. It takes practice. It takes awareness, but it's not impossible because I've changed my mind from a negative thought to changing it and seeing that I'm doing it like as it's happening now. So that's comes with practice, obviously. But the first step is to be aware that it's happening. I mean, if you don't sleep enough, right, we get cranky, we're irritable. If we don't eat well, and we eat crappy food, we can get cranky and irritable and get into a foul mood. And then we take it out on the ones that we love, right? And then that's never good. How many relationships they break up because you know what, this person was just exhausted and didn't get the proper rest and didn't get the proper nutrition or the whatever they needed to just kind of de-stress. And so they just break. It's like keeping it all together. But there's a pressure point at some point that things can just break. You know, it's like that pressure cooker and all of a sudden, there you go. So 
staying organized is a great way to relieve some of that extra burden, right? Because I mean, there's nothing worse than trying to find something, spending 40 minutes looking for it or more, not finding it and be like, wow, what the heck happened? So if we stay organized, we can kind of stay on top of things. And also, you know, I like keeping stockpiles of stuff. And that means whether it's household, office supplies, beauty supplies, toiletries, what have you. And it's important to keep some things in a stockpile. So I always say, if you see things on sale of the things that you use all the time, grab two of them. If it's buy one, get one, get two and get four of them as long as there's no expiration date on them. Who cares, right? You can keep them in a stockpile and keep using them when they run out. You don't have to worry, oh, shoot, I got to go to the store. I forgot to get this. You know, I don't have any deodorant now. Now what do I do? Who wants to run around with no deodorant? No, no pew pew. No, no. Those are just some of the things that you can quickly do today that may help kickstart your organizing venture, right? Uh, Another thing I like to use are those, um, you know, those hammer mill paper boxes that you get from the reams of paper. Like if someone ever was in an office and they would run out and they would, you know, end up with the paper. I'm like, can I have that? And I would take them home. And it's great for like just the smaller binders. I can put them in one box and then put that box on a shelf. I have a couple books that I'm writing and, you know, the podcasts going and ideas of this and ideas for that. And so it's a great way to just stay organized. The other thing I just wanted to touch on real fast is scheduling your calendar. Now, I've heard this said a few times, and it's just like, it's kind of a kick in the pants, but it's also an eye opener. If you find that your schedule's too busy, they always say, well, you made your schedule, you can change it, right? Now, I always say, yeah, sure. And they're pulling you in a bunch of different directions. Sometimes you got to stop them and say, hey, I'm only one person. I can't be all do all and have all there, you know, like you'd like to have it, because it's really taxing on me. Either you need to give me some extra help, but sometimes speaking up for yourself in a spot like that is really important because they may not have any clue that that's going on with you. And most times they don't because they're so focused on their own thing, getting their job done, that when they're delegating to other people, they don't even realize how much they're piling on. I remember having to tell certain bosses like, hey, you know, I've got this, 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 and this going on. So I'd have to sit there and say, what is your priority? Because I can't get all of these things done in the time that you want them done if I have to do this, this, and this. So I would try to find out because, you know, if you dig, what is it, the seven layers there, you just keep asking questions, you get more answers. So that may happen not only for your schedule, but also in life. You know, if somebody says they want you to do something, dig a little further because sometimes what you perceive what they said is not always what they thought that they said (laughs) or that they meant. Uh, I had a for instance, you know, I went to um, to meet with this woman a few years ago and I wanted to it was like to help them with their social media, you know, so she's like, Oh, we have this meeting and she's like, Oh, I want to do this, this, this and this. And I was like, Oh, okay. And so I, you know, went home, started doing some research for her, looked at her sites and said, Oh, you know, you can use a little bit of this and this there and blah, blah, blah. I did this whole presentation for her. And then she's like, I don't want that. I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, do you have a description? She's like, yes. And I said, oh, well, it would have been great to have it the day I met you the first time, right? Because that would have showed me exactly what they wanted done. Anyway, all I'm trying to say is nobody wants to do all this work, waste the time to find out it's wrong. So if you're going to be communicating with someone and you're delegating work to them, try to ask them to reiterate it back to you, to tell it back to you. So this way you can find out they understood what you said. 
Because like I said, there's nothing worse than wasting your time, wasting their time. And then especially if it's a crucial, you know, thing that has to happen at a certain time and it's not done, that's a big problem, right? So let's avoid that and definitely, you know, communicate, ask for feedback so that you guys can be on the same page. All right. Well, that's all I'm going to leave you with today, my drumsters, because I think that's quite a bit. I hope you have an amazing fall and that you stay organized, that you thrive, that we get through this COVID-19 and get through the other side and have an amazing rest of this year. Because you know what? I refuse to let COVID ruin my year. So let's not have it ruin yours either. No matter what goes down, enjoy what you have. Be grateful for what you have love what you have, enjoy what you have. And remember, it's never too late to leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out and I'll catch you on the flip side.